I thought I'd do a very quick podcast uh, to explain the divisions within uh, the Conservative Party. And the backdrop is, is really today there was an announcement by two competing groups, competing campaign groups, you can call them caucuses, uh, within the Conservative Party. Uh, one really led by Working Pension Secretary Amber Rudd, uh, who's, formed, uh, what's, uh, who's, who's formed the One Nation Conservative Caucus. Uh, and secondly, uh, another competing group launched by Esther McVeigh, uh, who's launched Blue Collar Conservatism. Um, let me give you some a quick background of these two uh, divisions within the party. I suppose at the moment, uh, the big division is really over Europe, and it's not surprising that uh, both the Blue Collar Conservatism uh, grouping, as well as the Amber Rudd, uh, uh, working pension secretaries, uh, uh, One Nation group have placed uh, Europe at the centre of uh, uh, of their campaigning. Uh, now, uh, in a sense, uh, they're competing with the the more established ERG. So, the European Research Group is is headed by Jacob Rees-Mogg, and uh, the aim behind the ERG is to bring together Brexiteers uh, within uh, uh, the Conservative Party amongst the backbenches. Uh, and to uh, act as a unified voice in uh, in campaigning for a a hard Brexit or a No Deal Brexit, at least that seems now to be uh, their uh, their big campaign. So they worked against uh, Theresa May's deal and effectively uh, uh, allowed the deal, enabled the deal to fail on three separate occasions. And Jacob Rees-Mogg has made it very clear that he would prefer to have no deal uh, rather than a, a poor deal or a soft Brexit deal. Uh, we don't quite know how many members there are of the ERG. I mean, there are around 40 to 50 uh, members. Maybe 40 of them are, are sort of your hard, hardcore Brexiteers. And then you've got some on the peripheries. Um, and um, until now, it was said that um, the ERG would really be the kingmakers in any leadership contest in the Conservative Party. Uh, the ERG group uh, also, uh, apart from Brexit, they, they seem to have a, a very sort of Thatcherite view towards the economy. So their view towards the economy is uh, the state should not intervene. Uh, and essentially, they have a very classical liberal view or a neoliberal view towards uh, state intervention. Um, so uh, they would be uh, sort of your your Thatcherite type of contingent within the Conservative Party. Now, Amber Rudd's group is interesting. It's the One Nation Caucus. And uh, uh, Sir Nicholas Soames was on radio this today and he uh, was echoing a, a number of concerns that the One Nation group have had for some time. And, and that is that uh, they believe that the One Nation Conservatives uh, have not really had much of a uh, an audience or at least haven't been able to uh, to express a unified voice within the Conservative Party. And so the idea behind uh, setting up this caucus or this grouping uh, is to bring together uh, One Nation pragmatism. Uh, Amber Rudd is, is well known to be a Remainer within the Conservative uh, front bench. And um, uh, essentially, although Nicholas Soames did say there are a few who are Brexiteers, essentially it's a pro-Remain or a pro-soft Brexit um, uh, grouping within the Conservative Party. 
Um, uh, not only Amber Rudd, but you've got uh, Nicky Morgan, who used to be Education Secretary, uh, is is part of that group in. Uh, and uh, as I said, Nicholas Soames is part of uh, the group in. Damien Green, who was effectively the um, uh, Deputy Prime Minister until he had to resign, uh, was uh, uh, is also part of it. So they have a number of very important players uh, who support uh, the One Nation Caucus. Uh, now, Esther McVeigh's group uh, is is somewhat different. Now, we don't quite know how many members she has. I, su- I suggest it's a smaller group in, uh, but it's a blue-collar conservatism. And the idea is to appeal to working-class people. Uh, and so Esther McVeigh's basic point is that if the Conservative Party is to electorally build a, a grand coalition for success, it needs to tap into... Uh, working class and lower middle class voters, so the blue collar workers uh, who, uh, until now, have have been Labour voters, but have have left uh, uh, Labour or are uh, uh, less uh, inclined to support Labour uh, because of two things. Firstly, because of the Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn is seen to be uh, a a um, uh, a you know a an elitist metropolitan. Uh, Labour leader uh, whose concerns do not reflect uh, their concerns Uh, but also uh, over Brexit Uh, many of them are uh, due to vote for the Brexit party on Thursday so what we're seeing is uh, a a development of Esther McVeigh's uh, new group and I I suppose the idea uh, is to the idea seems to be with both these groupings as well as ERG is to gear themselves up uh, to um, uh, to for the contest that's to begin sometime very soon, probably in a couple of weeks' time within the Conservative Party for a Conservative leader. Now, it's quite likely you may get a question in your exam about divisions within the Conservative Party or possibly even divisions within the Conservative and the Labour Party. Brexit really is the big, uh, the big split within the Conservative Party. There are still splits uh, within the Conservatives uh, on issues to do with civil liberties, and I I suggest civil liberties cuts across uh, many different types of Conservatives. Um, So you've got the Libertarian Conservatives, uh, like David Davis, who, remember, was the Brexit Secretary and an arch-Brexiteer. David Davis uh, is a civil libertarian. He campaigned against Tony Blair's anti-terror laws, but also David Davis uh, has has really stood against uh, some of Theresa May's uh, anti-authoritarian uh, um, laws, uh, such as the Snoopers Charter and, and a number of other uh, interventions uh, that the Conservative government and coalition government made uh, to um, uh, to infringe on civil liberties. Uh, uh, Sometimes they're called the Runnymede Tories. So Damien Green, for example, who's a Remainer, would be a Runnymede Tory. Um, uh, so would David Davis. Um, uh, and and I suppose the, the Runnymede Tories, uh, Tories believe that uh, the state needs to remove themselves from the social life of uh, the public. Uh, so they're very libertarian and, and they believe that you know, a, a an authoritarian state would, you know, damages the fabric of British society. Lastly, you've got divisions over uh, 
uh, things like law and order. Um, so Ken Clark, when he was um, Justice Secretary under the coalition government, uh, he famously said uh, prison doesn't work. And that was really a rebuttal to Michael Howard, who, when he was Justice Secretary or Home Secretary under uh, the former uh, John Major government, he said prison works. Uh, here was a conservative in Ken Clark who argued that um, locking people away uh, without thinking about rehabilitation uh, does a disservice to society. So he cited evidence that proves uh, that uh, a large number of uh, crimes uh, are undertaken by those who reoffend uh, after uh, being released from prison, usually within uh, 18 months uh, the reoffence uh, takes place. And so Ken Clark, he pioneered um, rehabilitation as a, uh, a means to resolving crime and criminality. Um, and um, uh, a, a good number of, uh, of, of Tories on the right, of, of uh, Conservatives on the right of the party, uh, they really saw this as a weakening when it comes to law and order. If you remember, uh, the, um, uh, the new right Conservatives believe that... Um, law and order and keeping social order is is uh, is crucial to maintaining uh, the social fabric of society and here we had a, a justice secretary who's, who seemed to be echoing more liberal uh, more socially liberal views towards uh, uh, criminality and um, uh, that that really wasn't wasn't liked by um, uh, by a number of Tories. So that really summarises the divisions within the Conservative Party. I hope that helps. Um, remember, in the coming weeks, we're going to see a leadership contest now for uh, the future leader of the Conservatives and, in fact, the future Prime Minister. And the way that works is um, the um, uh, the Parliamentary Party will be. Uh, first uh, will be the first line. They will whittle it down to two candidates, and then uh, the membership. So, 120,000 uh, members. The average age of a Tory is around 58. So, 120,000 uh, Tories would effectively determine who out of those two will become the next leader of the Conservative Party, and in fact, the next Prime Minister. Uh, so, there's a lot of fun uh, to come before your exam.